0: Today, on the Flavor Conservative Podcast, we're talking about money. Mm-hmm. Uh each week we do an economic update. And they went from being interesting to with the news that I watch in between them, it's become um, almost like like life-saving information yep, with, the, with the stuff that's going on. So today, guy that has not one but two PhDs for the economic update, Dr. Kirk Elliott.
1: Yay! Welcome! Mm. <laughs> Dr., well, Oh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
2: Okay. Got a what lot of action. So good. So good to be back with you all again. This week. <laughs> great and to happy have Valentine's you back. Day.
1: Uh, thank you. Happy love day. Hey uh,
2: I, I you wanna are you
1: I am. I am in honor of Valentine's Day.
0: <laughs> it's it, it big. Big, yeah, big 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 day for it love. It is
1: a big, big day. Big day for
0: love. Hey, one thing I love is getting Speaking some information love, about in inflation because over these next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. we've already talked a little bit about a show we want to do next Monday and dive into this a little bit deeper as far as people's understanding. But our, the value of our money is changing, but in a way that's out of context of what it's ever done in the past. Like we all know when I was in high school, the amount I made per hour, you know, now the minimum wage is three or four times that. Like we understand that. But I don't think we understand the forces behind it and how mm-hmm. the machines that we can't see are printing money in such an unprecedented way. And it's kind of they're just artificially hiding it and creeping up the number slowly. Can you ca- help us a little bit understand what is going on right Question. now with inflation? And r- really, really not like, oh, hey, gas went up 13 cents. Like, what is really going on with inflation?
2: Right. So, so last, uh, Thursday, I believe it was maybe Wednesday or Thursday, uh, that the core CPI numbers came out for January and, and it's as worst as that it's ever been in 40 years. It's seven and a half percent. So the reality though, is when you see seven and a half percent, your, your wallets don't tell you it's seven and a half percent. When, when the price of gas is up over a dollar in the last, like, nine months, right? Um, in California, there's some places where it's over $7 a gallon. Well, that's up, like, on on average 90-something percent over the last 12 months. Oil is up, like, 80-something percent. Um, food is up over 50 to 60% over the last 12 months. It's like, well, then, how in the world could inflation only be at 7.5%? Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's not. Right. It's not. So... This goes back to the Clinton administration, um, and, and it was a, a calculated decision. They Clinton appointed a commission in Congress called the Boskin Commission to under, artificially understate inflation. So people getting welfare payments, uh, food stamps, women, infant, children program that are tied to the official inflation rate for cost of living increases, they wanted to minimize government expenditures. So how do you minimize inflation? they put substitution bias in there, right? So the, the CPI, the the, the uh, inflation index, right, that we see mm-hmm. from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, that's a basket of goods of like 30 products, okay? And, and from point A to point Z, if they would keep the same basket of goods, it would actually be decent to look at, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, under the Boskin Commission, they change the basket of goods and they can change them whenever they want. For example... Let's say steak was one of the components of those 30 things in the CPI. Well, let's say steak went up 30%. So whatever that weighting is in the CPI, it's like, okay, that's up 30%. They said, oh my, we can't have that. We let's, let's substitute steak for hamburger, right? And hamburger is 40% less than steak. Well, the true number is steak went up 30%. But in this adjustment, they said the price of steak came down 40%. Because they switched it for hamburger, switch, Switched right? product, so, yeah. Yep. yeah. So this is why this happens over and over and over again. Um, even if, uh, let's say, um, a computer is 50% faster than the one before, right? People always get new, faster computers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They would call that a 50% reduction in price even if the price of the computer went up two or 300 bucks, right? They say, oh no, it's 50% faster. That's because of a performance measure that they can throw in there. Instead of substitution, they would say that that's 50% less expensive. So the, the, the inflation numbers are completely bogus. Our wallets tell us that. Yeah. So how do you figure out what true inflation is? I mean, this is what I did my dissertation on. This is mm-hmm. what um, John Williams at ShadowStats studies every single month, even more than I do. But the real number is take that CPI number, 7.5, multiply it times 2.8. That'll get you close to what the real inflation is, which puts us more at 21%. So this is why this is a really big problem. Now, compare what we saw in the past of like the Great Depression, right? The Dust Bowl times when, when America sunk. That wasn't an inflationary time frame. Basically, you had a depression which has to do with economic output, business output. Businesses weren't doing anything, um, but they didn't have higher prices because they actually had a, you know, basically uh, they just didn't print money like it was going out of style to try to stimulate things, right? So Mm -hmm. prices came down, try to get people to buy. This is just economics 101, right? If there's not enough purchasers, you lower the price like going into a sale, right? Mm-hmm. You don't go into some shops until they mm-hmm. have a sale. So prices came down to try to stimulate the economy. We've got a different problem here. They're not doing that. So the the business the, the business cycle is slowing down. We don't have a depression, but we do have a recession, right? But which mm-hmm. is which the next step is a depression, but instead of lowering prices we have higher prices because they're printing money like there's no tomorrow, right? And that changed
0: right. in, in 71. We came off the gold standard with Nixon, mm-hmm. correct? But the, also another thing that happened the way I understand it is, is the oversight of the Federal Reserve, which is looked at as uh, like a branch of government almost, but they're not, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're it's not like a, you know, a government agency or anything by any stretch, but the oversight that we had over them up until that point was much greater and their ability to adapt and adjust and print money Almost unregulated now is what's creating that is that right?
2: yeah so so imagine if you were a manufacturer let's just say you make widgets right whatever you whatever you make and uh, you've got this currency that's stable in value it's like okay I'm going to charge ten bucks for my widgets right but what if the the money is just being printed like there's no tomorrow and they increase the money supply by fifty percent? Which devalues that currency, right? It's take, mm-hmm. so. So you're going to say, "Wait a second, this this money is worthless. You you just printed it out of thin air, and you you increased the 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 number of them by fifty percent. I'm going to raise my prices because I need to actually get paid the same amount, not with this fake currency that you continue to devalue, right? So so this is why prices go up. When you have a a money supply that's just increasing and growing and growing and growing, this is this is the problem. This is why manufacturers raise their prices because they're getting paid in a devalued currency and they don't Mm want to get held holding the bag, right? So they're just going to raise their prices.
1: That makes sense. Now,
0: here's where people have their money. They have, you know, cash in a box under the mattress, Mm -hmm. in a savings account, whatever, but you know, some form of it's just a physical cash or or the the digitized fake money in the in the computer system that shows you when you pull up your app. Mm-hmm. Um, they have value in their home, let's say equity, in in the home, whatever percentage that is. They have retirement, mutual funds, stocks, other investments, and then you know another thing that's just you know people have around their house. Somebody's got a sixty four Ford Mustang or something like okay well, that's a, that's a tangible mm-hmm. asset or they have. Uh, I don't know, jewelry or jewelry, you know, Mm -hmm. different things like something that's a that that, that's outside of the dollar, though. That's that's an asset. Gold and silver is a way to do it. But, you know, if you had a warehouse full of plywood, you'd probably still have something of value next week too. Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what happens or a year from now. You know, if you had bought a warehouse, you know, if you had like a a hundred thousand square foot warehouse just full of plywood and you bought it, you know, five years ago, you'd You'd be be very wealthy. Maybe
1: in tall cotton.
2: You 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 would be, and mm-hmm. so you know to to actually put it into perspective, you have to take something that was around back then, right? So let's take a Cadillac. Okay, mm-hmm. Cadillacs were around back in the seventies, and they're around now. Stacy was yeah. around in the seventies. <laughs> Do you want to use her for example?
1: <laughs> no. Careful. She's, well, you've appreciated I, in value. Okay, okay. I'm saying you you're
2: Talk about how expensive <laughs> Stacy is on the air. No. Um, so how <laughs> oh much, how much is a top of the line Cadillac right now today? I don't know, probably 60,000, 60s, I,
1: 60, 70, something I like that. think it's
2: in the eighties. I okay. think it's, it's got, I mean, it was maybe 60,000 like two years ago, Yeah, but it's probably like 80, 85,000 now for their top of the line sedan. Okay. All the bells and whistles. Right. right. So you go back into the early seventies before Nixon took us off the gold standard, mm-hmm. top of the line Cadillac was the Cadillac Seville. Uh, you know, all the bells and whistles, mm-hmm. right? Well, what was the price of it then? You know, what was Cadillacs probably? Top I was going to guess three was, thirty five hundred, four thousand, something like that. Three four thousand was like fifty eight hundred dollars. Wow,
0: for their top we're, of the we're, line. we're failing at this game. <laughs> we are, but it was like
1: it's like uh, you know we're we're always just a little below.
0: We're always looking for a deal. <laughs>
1: You're looking, <laughs> you're going only when it's on stage. Uh, there you right? go, exactly. Yeah, last year's, last model. year's model. Yeah. Last yeah. Year's model, right? That's, that's what we always do. We're tracking. We're tracking yep, right,
2: so. yep, yep, yep. But, uh, but no, so top of the line, same company, same country, top of the line vehicle compared to the top of the line vehicle now. But wait a second. I thought technology was supposed to make things more efficient and cheaper, more productive, right? It does. However, you've got now money that's being printed out of thin air that causes everything to go up. This is inflation. Inflation to me is nothing more than a hidden tax. Yeah. And yet people people complain when taxes go up. Um. But but to me, inflation is like the the frog in the boiling pot of water. Right. Mm. Nobody was complaining until they complain. Right. It's like, mm. well, yeah, prices are going up, and that's fine. It's a tax. Right. <laughs> is is what it is.
0: And, and so- it's hidden from every direction. Like our our water bill is almost three times as much as it was a year ago. You know, yeah, just stuff like that. that, that just mm-hmm. like little, CPI they're like little, not, little things, but yeah, man, it's it adds 7%. up.
2: Yeah. Right. CPI is not seven and a half percent when that's tripled, right? Mm-hmm. So, so people have to start looking at the, the government statisticians will lie about numbers, right? To make it work in their favor. But our pocketbooks don't lie. They don't lie. Um, marketers will lie about the numbers. Um, okay. We, so. I was hungry and I, and I like cereal and my wife got, Lang got some Fruit Loops um, last week.
1: <laughs> I, they were, they I love those sale. sugar cereals. And They're so not, good. No,
2: no shame no, on the show,
1: man.
2: The, 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 there is no shame. No shame. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed by it, <laughs> but I should be, but I'm not. <laughs> so, so it's like, well, that's a nice big box of cereal and it was on sale. But yet when you open it up, it was only like half full mm, and the rest yeah. of it was air. So this is how marketers actually trick you too. And if I were to look back and look at the number of ounces in, in the box of cereal from now until back then, same size, prices relatively the same, mm-hmm. right? They trick you with that. But yet it, the number of ounces has probably gone from like 14.4 to like 11 something. You know, it's like a 30% reduction in ounces. Same box, same price, but that they're tricking you mm-hmm. so that you don't think that. And, and this is why whoever does the grocery, shop, grocery shopping in the household, whether it's the, the man or the woman, right, or whoever is doing it, they're thinking, my, our money just it isn't going as far. Yep. right? It just seems like we're always running out of food. Well, that's one of the reasons why, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, there's ways to hide that and they're really good at hiding it, but you get to a point of critical mass, which is where we are right now. And this is where even this morning as as I was getting ready to, to record with you here, um, Jim Bullard, Uh, president of the St. Louis Federal Reserve, basically was on CNBC. And he said, look, um, the the federal bank presidents like St. Louis, Missouri, Kansas City, New York Fed, they all have their bank presidents, right? It's like, he's the only one that's like out there, you know, saying inflation is a massive issue. And I think we have to raise rates like immediately to slow down this inflation train. Well, then, You've got the lady who's the the president of the San Francisco Fed saying, not that they're not going to raise rates. We all know that they're going to raise rates four to seven times this year, but to what amount and how quickly is is now the battle? Mm -hmm. And she said, man, if we raise rates too quick, we're going to kill the economy. And he said, yeah, but and I'm paraphrasing everything that's going on in this report, right? It's like, yeah, we will. But if we don't stop inflation, that's going to kill the economy so so they're they're stuck it's almost as if the Fed created this monster that they can't kill, and they know that they've lost credibility
0: absolutely and,
1: um, mm-hmm. yeah, and they have and it's so, like, it's like Jurassic
0: so, park you know they they, mm-hmm. they had a good idea maybe, and it's like now it's eating them you know it's chasing mm-hmm. it's chasing they, they see the water boom you know that that's well, yeah, what they've created and they don't know how to how to how to get out of it.
2: It is. And I just and saw a commercial on the Super Bowl for the new Jurassic Parks and it looks like the, the dinosaurs are everywhere. This everywhere. Yep. This yep. is like inflation. Mm-hmm. This is like inflation. It is everywhere. But see, when you start connecting the puzzle pieces, David and Stacey, of it's not just finance that causes these these inflationary pressures. It's um it's it's political conflict. The fact mm-hmm. that that basically I don't even know how to say it nicely, but but Putin basically gave Biden the finger, right? And he yeah. said, I- I'm, I'm going to attack Ukraine, whether no matter what you say, mm-hmm. right? So now oil and gas prices are going to go through the roof based on that perception. Mm-hmm. So that's a political thing. That has nothing to do with financial stuff. It's a political thing. Now you've got a political thing in the South China Sea, as China is now flexing to be the the biggest, most powerful country in the world again, and wanting to take over the South China Sea and saying, hey, America, what are you going to do about it? What are you right. going to do about this? So mm-hmm. now there's more conflict. See, political, social, economic crisis all are part of the same puzzle. When you put those pieces together, what does that mean? Higher prices in oil and gas. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you've when you got China now, you know, flexing, and, and what are they going to do with, our, with their exports coming out? They're going to stick it to America, right? So now you've got higher prices. You've got higher prices here because we're printing money like there's no tomorrow. Yep. This is where we we have to start thinking differently about the world that we're living in. It's not just the world of finance. It's not just interest rates. It's not just taxes that cause things to go up. It's not just the printing of money. It's political conflict. It's it's all of it put together. And we are now in a world where everything is topsy-turvy at the Mm -hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. And this is why people are so stricken with fear. Almost everybody, like 99% of the people that call me, um, then I do have like 1% that called that aren't afraid. I mean, they're they're generally Bible believing. They come with me mm-hmm. with a prophetic word or something, right? They're not they're <laughs> <fearful>. But 99% <laughs> of the people that are, are 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 listening to the news. Yeah. They're yeah. saying there's nothing that we can do. No, there mm-hmm. is something that you can do. Yep. It, this is where gold and silver come in into play. All this stuff that we're talking about, it, it's dark and it's scary. And it's like the dinosaurs on Jurassic Park, right? And mm-hmm. you can't escape them and they're everywhere. But yet, how do you escape with the, the inflationary spiral that we're in with gold and silver? Because they are things, they will go up with inflation, just like mm-hmm. everything else is going up with inflation. The difference is, when you want to sell, it's a financial asset, right? And it's liquid and you can sell it to lock in your profits mm-hmm. and go into the next undervalued asset class. And this truly is where we can have a smile on our face when, our, even while yep. our freedom are yep. eroding because our finances don't need to erode with it.
1: Man, our our is big question really is, is how much
0: silver can we get? That's yeah. our big, like, it, when we're driving in the car, we're talking, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. because the, the, the U.S. government has just, declared war on cryptocurrency period that you know they're not quite where China is I mean China frowns on it for sure uh the US government is as well they're they're making announcements theoretically of what we'll have we'll convert our dollar into our own cryptocurrency you know that they can have uh you know uh a stronger That's
1: really scary a
0: stronger control over they're they're making moves to do things you have to have something you can touch that has value. Every single person I talk to, I tell them two things, get out of the big banks, mm-hmm. get some kind of credit union somewhere. We have about a million people listening to the show. If, if everybody just mm-hmm. left Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, all those clowns and went with a local bank that's investing in your community, you know, uh, it, it, would, it, would, it would change everything right now. They would mm-hmm. immediately, immediately be a slap in the face and they would turn. And then number two, get something of value. I don't care if it's baseball cards or a ton of steak or plywood or whatever gold, gold and silver? silver is the most no-brainer mm-hmm. you know thing that if if you had a time machine and you took it back a thousand years it would have value a briefcase full of cash you go back a thousand years it's it's, it's kindling that's what dollars are worth mm-hmm. dig gold and silver you go back you're a king mm-hmm. so you have to have something you can touch just the easiest thing to liquidate and get back out of it's kind of hard to sell baseball cards when when things are going crazy
2: well, it is. And what I love mm-hmm. about gold and silver, it's a private asset, right? It's dealer non-reportable. It's, there's no reporting when we buy it, no reporting when we sell it. However, it doesn't mean tax non-reportable, right? People always have to report gains on their taxes. Um, you just have to. But from the dealer, it's it's the last of the private assets because nobody knows that you actually purchased it, right? Mm-hmm. You just report it when you have a gain. Unlike what you just referred to, David, the, the Federal Reserve um, FRDC, the Federal Reserve digital currency. I read the memo last week. This is what they're going. They're going for a cryptocurrency, um, e wallet type stuff, just uh-huh. like Venmo or Apple Pay, but it's going to be pegged directly to the Federal Reserve notes, right? Which is which is not the banks. It's not JPMorgan Chase. It's not Bank of America. They're bypassing private banking to actually have currency that goes directly to the mm-hmm. Fed, mm-hmm. which isn't government. I mean, you, you said it. There's nothing federal about it, and there's no reserves. It's mm-hmm. just a private cartel banking families that own the Fed um, that duped the American citizens in Congress back during the Federal Reserve Act in the early 1900s to actually, hey, how about you pay us for us to print your currency? Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Let's do that. It's like, what? I mean, they're, they're making mm-hmm. interest every single month. They're, they make, on average, just from the just from the U.S. government, just from our the interest on our national debt, four hundred billion dollars a year.
1: Oh wow! That's an
2: interest rate two percent. Wow! But but they're not. But it's not just the U.S. government that owns U.S. Treasuries. Nations all over the world own U.S. Treasuries. Right? Those seven or so families that own the Federal Reserve, I guarantee off the books they they're worth trillions of dollars each i mean trillions um, and that's what people have to understand this is not the federal reserve is not a federal agency it is not it's a private group of private banking families that print money and charge us interest on it for printing it out of
1: thin air you know if you're part of the flyover family and you're watching today thinking what do i do i don't even know what the next step would be go to flyovergold.com flyovergold.com. There's videos there, all kinds of great information. But when you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place for you to fill out your information. And Dr. Dr. Kirk's Elliott, as uh, team that's a way for them to get a hold of you for a free consultation. I think that's so important because you know you're talking to somebody like Dr. Kirk his team that have experience that know what's going on and you have their best interest in heart. You know it's like okay maybe it's silver right now and maybe 2 years from now it's moving on to something else but you guys can help us maneuver through that as things are changing in our economy.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a free consultation. Free is free. Mm -hmm. We just want to help everybody um, that we can, whether you have $300 or $300 million, it's immaterial. We want to help everybody. And these are scary times that we're living in. We're not going to lie, right? Um, And people are stricken with fear. But when you have a team of like-minded people working with you navigate you through it it helps melt away that fear and anxiety almost immediately and that's what we're here for
1: and that's true that's what we hear from people all the time after you know, they got done talking to you how much better they felt mm-hmm. how encouraged they were um, and they, they really felt like they could sleep at night you know after they were able to talk to your team and get some things moving forward
0: it's a it's a little mysterious I know for some people like it sounds like well you have to be a rapper or somebody like you buy gold and silver who, or, or a, you know some kind of Saudi chic or something you know um <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you have stacks of gold, you know, you're hiding in your teeth Got and your hiding teeth, in your, yeah, hiding exactly. everywhere. Um, you know, oh my gosh. It, it, I just want people to know, like, it, it, this is not in addition to everything else you're doing. You know, I've had some, some comments on, on some of the, 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 shows and people are saying, well, I don't have any extra money for all this stuff. The, the thing is you take money from something else that is not safe and you put it into something that's physical that you can touch. And there's yeah. not an amount too small. And I, I mean, every time we're talking to people, I'll be like, you know, if you ever thought about stopping smoking, like now's a good time. Just convert that money into gold and silver. Yeah. Like if you ever thought about, you know, whatever, going on a, a, a diet, like it's a good time, like just. buy less food you know right now truly we're in a moment where a year from now you'll wish you would have because it's changing that quick and there's no amount too small to get started and then chip away at it you wish you would have if if you if you couldn't anymore what would you wish you would have done and we're in that moment
1: Mm -hmm.
2: we are and that reminds me of something and i can't talk about it in like 30 seconds but stacy remind me next time to uh to talk about the $2 million cup of coffee.
1: Okay. I will do it.
2: Let's do it. We'll be- uh, the, the audience is
0: going to no love kidding.
1: this. No kidding. Oh, yeah. I can't wait well, to hear it. This be like
0: a soap opera. Now, next time, you know, then they <laughs> leave, leave you hanging. <laughs> next
1: time on wait Economic Update. You next
0: time. <laughs> but guys, this is, is, this is a no-joke time. We don't mm-hmm. do this because, I mean, I love talking with, with Dr. Kirk, but I am concerned for you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned for us. I'm concerned for my children. I'm concerned for my grandchildren. There has never been a moment like this ever and it's not just some conservative angle the 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 left this guy I watched on boom with Jeremy Grantham when we get a chance to talk about him but he, he's on Bloomberg I mean these guys are mm-hmm. uh, you know everybody that is is in a position that they can speak truth is saying the same thing it's just how loud is their alarm going off there's never been a moment like this in history where the thing that you trust the dollars you carry mm-hmm. the fact that somebody's going to continue to take them it's never been as vulnerable as right now.
2: Take another note, Stacey. We've got to talk about Jeremy Grantham's prediction. He predicts bubbles bursting, and he's really, really good at it. Okay. And the, what he says about this one, David, you and I can – I mean, you you mentioned it earlier, but we mm-hmm. should talk about that on a, on a full show. Because mm-hmm. when you unpack that and unravel what why he says what he says, um, it's like the end of an era. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the end of a super cycle and, and we're there right now. That's not worthy of a 30 second to one minute conversation. That's like a full show. Yep. Um, and we should talk about that.
0: Yeah. When things change real quick and all of a sudden you go, like, Oh yeah, I, have, I still have, you know, a thousand really good eight tracks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, doesn't do you much they're not worth a thing right now. How much, how much blockbuster stock do you have? I have a million shares of blockbuster stock. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, it's not worth You're poor, right? I have a million us dollar. I have us Confederate dollars, you know what? It's nothing. It's nothing. It's changing quick. Kirk, thank you for walking us through this. Your time is worth so much, and I really appreciate it. Flyover family, honestly, be thankful that we have Mm -hmm. access to Kirk Elliott, because mm. he has your best interest yep. at heart, and we're so lucky.
1: So go to flyovergold.com or call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900. Thank you so much, Dr. Kirk. We we'll look forward to catching up next week. We've got our notes ready to go. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.